Amen. The Lord be with you. Hope College, it's so good to see you. Hey, happy Friday. Woo-hoo! You have made it through two whole weeks. I mean, just two weeks, right? Some deep breaths. I know it's kind of overwhelming at start. I see those syllabus, and I'm overwhelmed for you. But you are Hope students, and you're going to rise, and you're going to be brilliant. Um, so blessings, and I'm so grateful to be with you. I, um, my name is Jennifer. I don't think we've met. I was gone last week. I'm Jennifer Ryden. I'm the chaplain of discipleship, and it's just a grace to be with you. Um, a few things about me. I can talk for a long, long time, but I'll tell you, I'm a Minnesota native. Woo-woo! Minnesota club starting soon. Shout out. You'll be getting information, you Minnesotans. And I have lived, though, I've been in Holland, Michigan for 22 years. I am married to a wonderful political scientist who makes his life in lubbers, take his classes. He's a good one. Together we have um, three children, and we've had three foster children, which is such a grace. And I am a senior. I'm starting my fourth year here as your pastor and as a chaplain of discipleship. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling, you know, I'm getting my act together. I've, I've arrived. Um, but it's so, it's so good to be with you. And today, we are going to start um, our series, which is going to sustain us and, just, and give us life for this whole semester, which is on the Sermon on the Mount. So I want to read our first passage. And if you want to turn with me, there's Pew Bibles right in front of you. We are, on, we are in Matthew, page 785. And we're going to look at briefly today what we call the Beatitudes. And even if you haven't heard much of the sermon, I bet you will have heard these words. So let's hear these words of Jesus. Matthew chapter 5, and I'm going to be in verses 1 through 12. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets before you. Friends, we can say together, this is the word of the Lord, and then we can say, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Um, As I said, we are starting a series all semester. We're going to be in the Sermon on the Mount. This sermon spans Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. And it's really Jesus' just main teachings. He leaves the crowd and he pulls aside his disciples, which means he's talking to you. And he teaches them about the kingdom of heaven. And he helps them envision the life that he longs for them to have. And this sermon is amazingly inspiring 
and really, really challenging. So I hope you stick with it. And what I love, what I love, love, love about the sermon is that Jesus speaks every word. So that means that when you come to chapel Monday and Wednesday, Friday, no matter who's up here, and there are some great speakers who are coming your way, it's Jesus who is speaking to you, his disciples. And he, and he says, he asks two things in return. He says, I want you to hear these words. I mean, hear them. And I want you to do them so that you can build your life on the rock. When someone says to you, why are you going to chapel this semester? You going again? Weren't you there last week? Yeah, you say, I'm building my life on the rock because all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground sinking sand. So today, this beautiful passage, the Beatitudes, I want to just talk for a few minutes about that main word, blessed. We heard it nine times in 12 verses, blessed. There's a theme here. Blessed sometimes gets translated happy or blissful, um, lucky even, one translator wanted to use, fortunate. The Bible start to finish shows God's desire to bless his people. And then our response back to him is one of blessing as well. I wanted to show you a picture because last week I was not here. I missed the first week of classes. I was profoundly sad about it. But I was blessed to be in Texas. Yep, there I am. Mm -hmm. uh, I was not blessed with 100 degree heat that I had to suffer through every day. But I got to take a class at Truett Seminary, which is on Baylor campus, go Bears. And I got to spend my week with a group of pastors. There they are, I miss them. These are people who love the Lord and we love the word. Um, and all week long we talked deeply and we prayed with one another and we preached to one another. And I was blessed. The Lord just sustained us and was so gracious to us. I hope last week, I hope you were blessed by someone or something if so, today, when you leave here, or even right now, thank the Lord for that. That's one of the ways we bless the Lord, is we say thank you, that we recognize his gifts to us. Sometimes when we talk about blessed, or we read that word, we, we imagine we're blessed when, like, hashtag blessed, right? When life is going well. When, you know, skies are sunny, the waters are smooth sailing. But we know blessing is, is much more than that. It's much deeper than that. And, and these Beatitudes, Jesus invites us to imagine a life that's profoundly good, a, a life that's, that's whole, a life that's flourishing, a life that's filled with joy and just resonant hope. Not an easy one, necessarily, but a blessed one. And the Bible has all sorts of images of what a blessed life looks like. If you were here in chapel on Wednesday, you heard Trigview talk about the tree. It's a beautiful image of blessing. Plant your trees by streams of water. Another image of blessing that I often hold on to is that of the Apostle Paul. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Um, Paul wrote much of the New Testament. He spent his life talking about Jesus and planting churches all over because Paul was radically changed. By, by, by Jesus. He was radically changed. And yet Paul's life was one of constant persecution. 
In 2 Corinthians 11, he talks about that he was flogged many times, near to death, lashed often, beaten, stoned, shipwrecked, in constant danger, often hungry, always thirsty, cold, tired. He lived with all sorts of pressure. He was full of anxiety for the churches that he loved and ministered to. And yet, in his letter to the Philippians, he wrote it from his jail cell again. And they had written to him, they said, Paul, we're worried about you, we, we have some gifts for you. And he wrote back to them and he said, don't worry, I'm fine, I'm just fine. For I've learned what it is to be blessed. I have little at times, I have plenty at times, but in any and all circumstances, I've learned the secret and here it is. I know who I am, and I know to whom I belong, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm blessed. The Beatitudes give us this beautiful list of blessing. And remember, it's inspiring, and it's also really challenging. And I would challenge you to like, take a look and, and grab just one for your day. And go into your day with meditating on one of these. It's a hard list. You might go down it and you say, okay, blessed are the poor in spirit. And I confess often my spirit is poorly. Blessed are those who mourn. I've mourned and I've been blessed. Blessed are those who are meek. That's a little tougher. I got some pride issues. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. I mean, some days I hunger and thirst for righteousness. Some days I just hunger and thirst for lunch. Blessed are those who are pure in heart. It's hmm, a tough one. Blessed are those who are merciful. Not always. It's a hard list. But here's what I want you to remember. This book of scripture, this gift to us, is not primarily about us, even though we find ourselves on every page. It's about God. It's always about God and about what he has done and is doing and will do in the person of Jesus Christ. And what we find here is that the blessed one is Jesus. And the Beatitudes call us to see him anew. He's meek and he's poor. He mourns and he's persecuted. He's not a celebrity. He's not an influencer. He's not an athlete or a president. He's merciful, but he's reviled. He's peaceful, but he's spurned. He's not, he's got no followers on Facebook. He's got no subscriptions on his YouTube page. He's despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. But he set his face to the cross and he would not look away. And because of that, he's blessed. And here's the sum total of it. When we know Jesus Christ, we are blessed too. That's the gift of the Beatitudes, and that's the call of Christ. So come this semester every day 
and build your life on that rock, Hope College. It's so good to be with you. Grace and peace to you this day. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.